coming at you from the EBITDA Growth System Studios, looking out at the beautiful Rocky Mountains. My name is Dave Gapkiewicz, and I'm with Mike Watkins, and we want to welcome you to the Making Business Profitable podcast. This podcast is brought to you by EBITDA Growth Systems, where we guarantee to double your profits within three years or give you your money back. Good day, Dave. Good day, Mike. How you doing, man? I'm good, man. I'm good. It's uh, it's another sunny day in in Colorado. Looking out at the uh, the mountains. Actually, I'm I'm facing the golf course right now, and man, I I would I'd like to golf. I started. I have this habit. A couple days a week, I spend maybe an hour and I watch a like a sitcom, and I started this new one on Netflix called The Glades. It's not new. It's it has a couple seasons, but uh, it's it's funny because the one detective, his whole thing is he wants to break eighty at golf, and all I can think of is my buddy Kevin, which he'll be on someday, and our buddy Kevin. Yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, he breaks eighty, and I I I don't, and so uh, I'm just thinking about golf. And what are you thinking about? How are you doing? Oh, uh, man, I'll tell you, I'm uh, I had fuego my. 2004 at F-150. God rest his soul. Yeah, puke its guts out of the intersection. <laughs> and um, so I love how you put things, Mike. <laughs> I am on the hunt. And I, I kind of like you know being up high in a big vehicle, but I'm probably not going to do a pickup truck this time. I think I'm Get an 18-wheeler, like a Western Star? Yeah, probably won't go that big. I'm going to, I think I'm going to do a Tahoe. So I'm on the hunt for a Tahoe. And um, you talk about a used Tahoe, man. Pricing is all over the map. Oh, man. Well, I mean, I guess what you can do is just go to somebody reputable and somebody you've known for a while. You've been around this area for a while. Yeah, the deal is, you know, I'm working for 17 or 18, 2017, 2018. And uh, the sweet deals are, you know, 200, 300, 500,000 miles from here. So I have to kind of decide. Road trip. If I'm going to do a road trip. Don't go, don't go, don't get your Tahoe in the Rust Belt. No, no, we, we know better than that. But, uh, <laughs> it might be Houston. Yeah, boy, the Tahoe is a sharp-looking vehicle today. Yeah. It's, uh, it's the standard. It's the standard. We talk about SUVs and government SUVs or SUVs on the road. Uh, I think the Tahoe is, is a standard. Yeah. And that kind of leads us to today, doesn't it, Mike? Yeah, so what are we talking about today? You know, uh, I'm a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. Sorry for any of you guys out there that, that don't like the Steelers, but uh, I am a Pittsburgh Steelers fan. And uh, no, I don't forget the time Tim Tebow beat us for the playoffs, but uh, <clears throat> the Steelers are still around. Tim isn't. Um, <laughs> and one thing Mike Tomlin always talks about with his uh, team, and he's like, well, the standard, and the standard is the standard. And it's one thing I appreciate about Mike Tomlin and the, and the Steelers, good, bad, ugly, whatever, um, is he has a way with words to be cut right to the chase and say, the standard is a standard for our guys. We expect to win. And that's what we measure ourselves against, that standard, and that's what we need to do. And the more I think about it, that's how business is. It's a standard. But boy, uh, you really have to wade through information, don't you, too, don't you today? Uh, you know, yeah, in terms of 
What, the way it used to be in the good old days? Yeah, I, you know, if I had a business back in the 50s or 60s and I'm like, you know, I'm going to kind of listen to listen to how things are going in the world and I'm going to kind of make a decision on my business is going to invest in Europe or China or my business is going to work with this company or that company and that company is global, that company is national, local or domestic, um, this company is in Mexico and, you know, who do I go work for, what kind of product do I make? all this stuff, you know, it, I think it used to be a lot more basic as far as the information you could take and make a decision on. Yeah, in the 1950s, man, and even into the 60s, that that wasn't an issue. You weren't doing business in Mexico, and you may have been doing a little bit of business in Europe, but you weren't doing anything in Eastern Europe or Russia or China. I mean, those, it just, it just didn't happen. You had major conglomerates, you know, maybe DOD, Type companies doing yep. that, but uh, if you were, if you're the average American company, you just weren't operating, you know. And yeah, it's a uh, older company used to have pride in being made in the USA, and if it wasn't made in USA, we just thought it was junk. Yeah, yeah, and then we had a season where if it was made in the United States, it was junk. Right, and I, I think today we're trying to work back to Made in USA is something Absolutely. that's very special. But uh, I, I think of, I just think of life and, and today, and the standard's different today as far as information. Today, uh, just I, I think of, I dream of what it would have been like in the 50s, of course, that was before my time, of the information you get, you get a good book. Um, but really you'd get the newspaper you'd listen to some tv wasn't really a thing yet but uh when it when tv did come into it i mean you had the news um a couple times a day (laughs) you got kind of you had less opinions and more factual stories i mean it was it was new um but the news what was new what was going on and a lot of youngsters didn't even stay up to watch the late night news or the late night news might have been 6 p.m. Sure. I mean, well, I think it was. I think you had first thing in the morning, you had noon, you had 6. And then there was no more news. That, and Yeah, that's it. Yeah. yeah. And uh, how basic, I mean, how basic it was. I think my, my children didn't have uh, cell phones until um, they were in their teenage years. In fact, I just remember before cell phones, the information now. But, I mean, think of the... Think the information we have now with. Uh, well, here's it, a question, Dave. So, I'm old enough to remember my parents buying encyclopedias. I don't remember them when they bought them, but I just remember we had encyclopedias. And so when I had a book report, I went to the encyclopedia. Now the encyclopedia was 15 years old by the time you know I I approached to do to do a book report. Was so, it Britannica? Yeah. And so you do a report out of a 15-year-old encyclopedia botanica. But but had knowledge just hadn't changed that much? I don't know. I mean I mean you 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 did a good job with your book report going to an encyclopedia botanica. And that's, you know, say all the way through the mid sixties, maybe early seventies, right? Mm-hmm. And then and then something happened. And can you imagine your kid today? Uh, there's, there, there is no Encyclopedia Britannica. And the, the reason why is... They're Google. 
the half-life of information. Um, everything we knew back in the mid-60s would fit in the volume of Encyclopedia Britannicus. And today, you can't harness all that knowledge. It's the half-life used to be, there's 2,000 years they thought the world was flat. Mm -hmm. And then and now the half-life is something like 6.5 hours or something like it's that. It's crazy. It's I crazy. mean, it's well, I think uh, used to be you'd get, to, and I'm going to exaggerate here, but you'd get about 10 opinions a day from the public. You know, you get about 10 opinions a day, and now you're getting about... Oh goodness gracious! A billion opinions floating. Sure, sure. I mean, I'm I'm amazed at the amount of information that's coming at us, and us as business owners. Um, and in the season, it gets it, it makes you feel when you have so much information coming at you from so many different angles. It makes you hey, can you get that? <laughs> and uh, just as a business owner, the amount of information that hits you on a daily basis um and it makes you wonder how to make a decision uh, should i make a decision is there a right or is there a wrong decision and when you have three million inputs of information coming at you all the time it can make some decisions kind of fuzzy and we notice that some companies and uh, they have like the flavor of the week hey i heard this on the news I heard this from this. I heard this from this. I heard this on a on a podcast. I heard this here, and I'm uh, we're we're going to focus on this this week, and then next week it's going to be oh I heard this and we're going to do this, and the only constant thing for some employees and it's kind of frustrating for them is the only constant thing is change based on information that might be coming out in a new report or this or that or the other man i wish i wish we would just stick with one thing for a while and see if it worked before we switched you know what i'm saying yeah yeah i think you know the um trying to separate the product or the service from the foundation of the business right? so the idea you know to take elon musk and his idea of an electric car that was radical when it first came out so his product or his service is brand new, radical change, but the fundamentals of running a car manufacturer have not changed. That's right. Right, and so when you talk about um, the noise, the noise should be around the, th the things that are, that are fluid, um, your, your, your customer's preferences, um, you, the technology that's available to you, um, those things are active and you have to um, learn about them and react to them. But, but to, your to your point, the standards for business, you, you know. They're the standards. They're the standards. Um, how, were you part of a craze where you were investing in Amazon.com? I was buying Amazon.com, getting on an airplane and selling it when I got off. I mean, I was making money like that on Amazon.com. And Amazon.com only started making money recently. So, you know, the, the foundation for businesses, you got to be profitable. But um, they, they tried to, to do something different. Yeah, those Amazon people, they had, they had a pretty good idea. Yeah, yeah. But ultimately, it had to come back to right. the fundamentals. Mm, the standard. Yeah, yeah. And so, you know, how do you make your way through, how do you wade through all of that? 
how do you make sure you're not missing out on innovation opportunities and listening to the noise and finding opportunity in the noise and still be true to the to the standards well one of the biggest reasons that i'm really leaning toward this subject and uh is we're smack dab in the middle of a pandemic and and what we do see is we see some business owners that are losing focus that they still have to get up they still have to get to work they still have to focus on sales and marketing getting work in the door and working with people in their in their operations and managing through hey you know joe got covid he's going to be out 14 or 20 days now i gotta backfill that position or i gotta let my customer know this is going to slip a little bit change my planning this that and the other but really what i want to get to is focus on the basics focus on the standard of business right yeah 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 i mean i think i hadn't thought about that except for we we hear stories every day from former clients that are that are no longer around because uh you know covid took their whole market away particularly in the uh food service arena and restaurants and that kind of thing. And so former that, former clients. We haven't had any of well, those. Well actually not 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 former clients, just uh former contacts mm-hmm. Um but you know they it's tough, I mean, because COVID is COVID, but there were some fundamentals, you know, that uh, you know we're like, if, hey, you know, you should be uh you should be you should be maybe charging a little bit more for this or you should be finding a different provider for that and getting some insurance. I mean, there are some fundamentals. You have to have, you have to follow the standard. The standard is you have a strategy and that strategy, from that strategy, you have a plan and from the plan you execute and as your team executes, they, they catch the vision of your company and you have a culture and as you do that, why do we always come back to the plans and strategy and all this stuff? Because those things and how short those up and how tight that is in your operation generates your profit. And when you're generating profit in your organization, you've got to be smart with that profit. And that way, if you do come up on something that's a pandemic or the tides do change and the political landscape changes, therefore the DOD spending changes, you're prepared for that. You're, you're okay. We, we met a guy, Ron, down in the down south of here and he had his act together he ran a very tight ship but he was smart with his profit and so six months from now he's still going to be around and sure, be okay sure, sure. because the standard is the standard and the standard produces profit and profit produces security and security provide uh, provides options to look at different ways you can do business if you have to clutch Totally. Right? Yes, yes. That's reacting to the reality of, of, of the external mm-hmm. and then putting in, putting together a plan that you can make mid-course corrections to to make sure you survive. That's right. So, I mean, I, I guess our advice to the listener is so as you, as you listen, choose, choose wisely what noise you listen to, not opinionated and not casting any opinion. But choose wisely what what uh, information you listen to because it may, if you have information forcing you to react all the time in a different way, think about that. You, you might want to make a change because it's hard on you, it's hard on your family, it's hard on your business. If you're reacting all the time to something and you're always on high alert and you're concerned about everything, you know, 
if you if if you have time, I would really encourage you to read the book called Silk Roads. And when you start looking at the history of the world through an Eastern perspective, written by a Brit, um, and how the world has changed over the years, we think, oh no, we're living in a really hard time. We're living in the best of times, people. Yes. We are living in the best of times, and this too shall pass. Sure, sure. And so Mike and I are here to implore you to grasp onto the standard, choose good information that's applicable to you, your family, and your business, and follow a tight ship. And you know what? You're going to drop more to the bottom line. Your business is going to be more secure, and life's going to be good. Right on, Dave. Right on, Mike. systems do what we do because we want to impact lives through improving business performance if you want more information go to our contact page at www.ebitagrowsystems.com that's e-b-i-t-d-a growthsystems.com